This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We are also joined by the one and only DJ Rock Lobster. Shout out to all the ladies that recognize me over the weekend. I love you too. Oh my God. No. His head, you know, getting so big. His shell. His shell is getting so big. Oh, he's going to be like his a little shell. hermit crab who like no longer, he's going to burst out of his shell. It's going to split. I was at Cassetta over the weekend, you know, the St. Paul main, yeah. Italian mainstay. They had yeah. they have like a little bakery. They got uh, lobster tails in their bakery. A little, no little way. Uh, you know, a little cream puff that looks like a lobster tail. So thanks for making that for me, Cassetta. I, God, I haven't it. been over there in a long time. We should go there for lunch. Let's do it. What's it the best good. Italian restaurant in the Twin Cities? Oh, uh, I got one. It's in what? Mendota Heights. Um, it's called Buongiorno. Oh, yeah, I, I love it. Bonjour so good. School. Oh. I like going in there to get stuff that I could put in the freezer and like I'll get their marinara sauce. Oh. And then I'll use that. They they have like pre-made lasagnas and things like that. You you could eat it fresh or you could buy it and save it for later. I have something that maybe you've never experienced. And uh we got some big TV news that we're going to get to here in a second. Maybe. Yeah. But <laughs> I just say that so that our boss doesn't get mad. Correct. Um, that meal, that Italian dish that I had, the uh, capalacci al funghi. Oh, yeah. I truly have thought about it oh. so many times. Why don't you try making it? Are you nuts? Well, how hard <laughs> could it be? That, how hard could it be? Dude, you smoke meats for like hours yeah. at a time and put all that thought into it. El Guys, I got news smoke about... Some mushrooms. No, I'd love to. If you know what I'm saying. Nah, hey, Rocco. <laughs> See, this is what happens right. when he wears the velvet jacket and he goes out for the weekend. <laughs> he comes back with a lot of drug talk. <laughs> uh, no, I couldn't make this. Smoking meat, you marinate it you, or you season it, you put it on and you take it off and you eat it. That's all you do. It's easy. Smoking, any dummy can smoke stuff. This is making Italian food. What are you talking about? No, it's there a, are Italian? shells. The shells have things in them. So there's stuff? There was stuff in it. It was like, I keep... What's the name of it? Del Fungo? Al Fungi. Al Fungi. Capalacci. Capalacci, not Capalucci. No. Capalacci. I don't think it was Cap. I think it was Cavalacci. What was the name of the restaurant again? Something, Evino. Elvino, Chibo Evino. All right, hang on. Evino. I mean, if Gelman's going there, you know it's fancy. Don't 
Bring him up! <laughs> no, actually, Gelman said to me, hey, this is just a casual little Italian place. Now, it happens to be. It, it is a casual place. It looks approachable. It's just on the street side. But, of course, it's decorated so lovely. It feels like New York cafe street side dining, which is just lovely. Let me describe this meal again. Because, oh, Donna, it, there are a few times in my life that I've not stopped thinking about a food like this one. And when I talk about it, truly, something starts to happen on my tongue. Okay, it's not hard to make like stuffed shells or things like that. You mix the mix and then you stuff it and then you bake it. This He's is got called like five kids, man. Capalacci al fungi. Capalacci. Capalacci is a pasta dumpling. Al fungi. Al fungi. Fungi's this mushrooms. This is mushrooms, truffle butter, shaved Parmesan cheese. That's how they describe it. But I have to tell you. They're doing some sort of a Twitter character limit on their menu descriptions because there's so much more to it than mushrooms, truffle butter, shaved Parmesan cheese. That is it. But it is there's a sauce that you probably have to go to chef school for years to figure out how to whip up this roux or this mushroomy sauce situation. There was something inside of the pasta. I'm not in a state of my life where I'm going to stuff pasta successfully. Yes, you are. It's not that hard. Yeah. You can do it. You can do it. I love like Steve oh. like ventures away from like the Chanhas and Perkins like one time and he now he's obsessed. <laughs> Wait, this exists? You know what? And that's true, Rocco. I don't eat. Can I be honest about something? <laughs> yes. I'm going to find a recipe for you right now. You know, Seinfeld has a whole bit about going to restaurants and how everyone's like, you have to go. Oh, it's so great. It's amazing. And this is Seinfeld talking, not me. Super rich, been at every fancy restaurant, Seinfeld. And he says, yeah, most of them are just fine. You know, it's just so sometimes point is when you go out, if you go out, if you break away from your normal restaurant routine, Mm -hmm. you go to a nice place, you drop down a little extra coin. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the day, you're like, that meal was like a six out of ten, maybe a seven. Yeah. It makes you then go back to the places where you know exactly what it's going to taste like. Every time, you know, what you're going to order. So, But to your point, Rocco, yes. eating at Chibo Avino and having this meal really opened my eyes to, if you, to, to <laughs> really great food at great restaurants, particularly in New York. But we have a bunch of great places that I've never been to here in the Twin Cities, to be quite frank, because we would have people bring us food on Twin Cities Live. And then I was like, why would I go to the restaurant? They just brought it to me. Right. And I'm, I'm going back to Chaska. I've just been fed by the chef on the show. This is lovely. And so I've been under-restauranted in my adult life. Because you totally. don't go anywhere. Donna. <laughs> you say no to everything. But Chibo opened my eyes. And like next time I go to New York... I'm thinking instead of just getting DoorDash to my hotel room, yeah, which is go typical. Out. There's so many great restaurants. Go out. Even if you don't have anybody to go out with, just go there, bring your phone, sit, and have a fabulous meal. Okay. This I can't stop in. thinking about New York this City meal. has good restaurants. Rock, go! <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to talk about the stuff we're supposed to be talking about? <laughs> Most of the cast of that 70s show is returning for the reboot that 90s show. I don't know about this. What's the, sh- what's the story with this show? Are they- I do know this because I, I talked about it in the Dirt Yeah, Alert. but nobody listens to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, it's the 90s. It's 20 years later. 
and they all have kids and stuff. Here it is right here. Uh, it's set in 1995 and revolves around Leah Foreman, the daughter of Eric and Donna, as she visits her grandparents for the summer and bonds with a new generation of Point Place kids. Okay, cute. Cute. I think people will really like this. You guys gonna watch? I'm no, ch- I'm gonna check it out. Check I it never out. got into that '70s show. I really I, didn't either. Neither. I but, watched it. It was like I watched it from a distance. And I never, if I ever did turn it on, I wasn't disgusted. I thought, oh yeah, disgusted. This is funny. This is funny. It's I'm cute. Fine. Yeah, I like all these people. They're good I like actors. Their clothes. The dad, the grant, the dad's funny. Red Foreman or whatever. Mm. I was going to say his catchphrase, but I don't think anybody would like it. No, oh. What is it? Oh, it is involves it sexist? A, no, it involves kicking his foot into somebody's butt. Oh, I see. He always comes back to the butt for you, doesn't he? Oh, it really does. You're Rocco, really. really. Seriously. Donna right. mistakenly said earlier, if you're just tuning in, mistakenly said that a really accomplished designer's name was Hamish Bowles. <laughs> she was wrong. <laughs> she was both counts. Super wrong. Right, Hamish Bowles. Oh! This is Rock Talk. Just get me the rock. I wanna talk! Where Donna and Steve talk about the rock. I want you talk! Woohoo! Rock Show! I wanna talk! Rock Show! And you smell! What the rock is cooking! Uh, just, 60 seconds. A uh, quick hit here with The Rock, who's got 313 million followers on Instagram. How many? 313 million. Wow, that's a lot. He might go down as maybe the biggest Hollywood star of all time. Okay. By the time he's done. Mm. In terms of global reach, I'm just saying, he's going to be in the conversation. Crazy as it sounds. You're right. Uh, his latest post, and I will put this up on the uh, My Talk show links page. He was at Madame Tussauds, where there is a wax figure of him. And so this wax figure is uh, Dwayne Johnson holding up like a Terramana tequila, and people were posing beside it, and they're like putting their hands up. And then they have a photographer that's like, yeah, put your hands up with it. And then sure enough, the rock, the real rock, comes out from behind, puts his hand up, and then you have guys after the picture is taken, they turn and they're, oh my gosh, scared that there's someone beside them. And then they realize it's It's the the rock. rock. That'd I'll link cool. up. It's fun. Link it up. It's yeah. his fiftieth birthday today. Happy yes, birthday, it is. Rock. Yeah, I, I, like me, he was born in seventy-two. Ooh, you're wow, trying to identify with another the rock. rock. I really am. That's cool. Seventy-two. Mm-hmm. I'm like a year older than LeBron James. You are. Wow. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. He seems much older. Doesn't he though? Yeah. Because he's so mature. Like. In high school, he looked like a 35-year-old man. I mean, yeah, he's just got yeah. that body and I that hairline. Oh, Rocco. Well, you yeah. Unbelievable. Right, Let's we gotta take a go. break. That's fine. Hey, um, I have a study. If your house cat gets out of the house, don't worry. I got some good news for you, according to a new study, when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Good morning. Appreciate you guys listening. Thank you. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Where talk is fun. DJ Rock Lobster is with us as well. Clumpity clump, clump, clump. Um, I've got a couple of studies on your pets. Okay. Here I, I, have, a, I have a dog who just ate a pair of, uh, I would apparently like to, my father-in-law's spectacles this morning. Yeah, so I'd like, like to get a follow-up on that. Yeah, I please. haven't heard anything since then. But I looked at them last night. They were cool-looking glasses. Oh, boy. <sighs> Am I having, do I have to foot the bill on this? Absolutely. 
Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. You know, most experts agree that keeping your cats indoors is best. What if they do tend to roam around? This is good to know. A new study found most outdoor cats don't venture that far from home too often. Outdoor cats. They spend 79% of their time within about 150 feet of the front door. Isn't that interesting? Mm, It is interesting, Donna. Thank you, Steve. The average cat in the study maxed out at about 1,200 feet from home. That's four football fields away, which is pretty far, but that could be misleading. A small percentage of the 100 cats they tracked threw the curve off by traveling a lot farther away than the others. A few more ended up a mile away, but they were the exception. So in general, this study finds that your cat stays pretty close to the front door. Thank you. Some people have asked, why do we do this segment? And it's for information like that, guys. You didn't know that coming into hey, today, listen, and now you know it. If you're a cat owner, they, I, I can't tell you how many times on the next door app, people are like, my cat got out, or this cat is on my porch, mm. or does anybody know? Mm. You know? It's a thing. You know what Alf said? I don't. I love cats. They're delicious. That's funny, Steve. <laughs> It was Alf, not me. Don't call me PETA. Have you heard about, I have a cat thing for you, a follow-up to that. Okay. Have you heard about Don't Bleep with Cats? Mm-mm. Yeah, the movie or the docuseries? Yeah. <clears throat> I have. have. Did you watch it? I did not, but I know that from listening to the morning show that Dawn and Jason and Jason's husband, Colin, were all taking a break from Disney mm-hmm. and decided, oh, let's just watch something light oh, and yeah. chose that. A Twisted Criminal's gruesome videos drive a group of amateur online sleuths to launch a risky manhunt that brings them into a dark underworld. My sister-in-law is in town, and she said, hey, i got to tell you about a, a show. And she was talking about cats, and she said, you heard about Don't Bleep with Cats? And it came out in 2019. It's not That's, new, but it's new to me. Right. And uh, she said it really takes you into the dark underworld because she had found mm-hmm. herself a part of, this was after, um, after my mother-in-law passed away and she had cats Mm. and then she was trying to figure out what do we do with these cats and that's tricky when someone passes away and then they have animals and you you want to rehome them yeah rehome them and so she was trying to figure that out and um so she was on a couple of cat groups which triggered her mind about this show that she watched because she said these cat groups are and and my Mm sister-in-law loves cats she said it started supportive, and then there are some interesting folks out there, and it's a really, I don't know if tight-knit or they take themselves. Intense. intense that's a great yes. word for it. Intense community. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Unity of people. And they're trying to solve this crime, right? Or these crimes? Yes, yes. And don't bleep with cats. Yeah, they're trying to figure that stuff out. So I don't know if I'm going to watch an episode of it. I wouldn't. Or Okay. I don't think I would. Uh-uh. You stick to Ted Lasso over there, all right? <laughs> you, guys are you stay in your lane. Talk down to me. Ted Lasso. <laughs> anyway, I have another study. Okay. This one has to do with your dog's breed. So we tend to think dog breeds have certain personalities, okay? Mm-hmm. Like poodles, oh, really Hoity-toity, smart, yeah, prissy, know it all, loyal, all that. But a study found that that might not be true. If your dog is nuts, don't blame it on the breed. Researchers looked at the genes of more than two thousand canines and talked to eighteen thousand dog owners and found that all sorts of personality traits exist across all different breeds. And at the end of the day. Every dog really is an individual. This, now, that doesn't mean none of their traits are inherited. You know, things like howling or barking too much can be passed down, but it has more to do with whether their mom or dad was a barker and less to do mm. with the breed itself. So there, now you know. When I, I have a soft-coated Wheaton Terrier, and when I... That probably needs surgery soon. Because he ate a pair of glasses. Whatever. They Eyeglasses, gave, by the way. Yes. They uh, they gave me paperwork, and it said, like, the lineage of the squire of the valley, squire Dan, and squire, truly. <laughs> so I have a paper that shows his royal lineage. Rex. Amazing. Isn't that cool? Rocco, do you even know where your dog came from? Like, like Do you have papers? Do you have, like, you I have believe we have papers, frame yes. paper that says what squire they came from? Um, yes, it was from a, a very reputable breeder in Zumbro Falls. Oh, so now we're place? just making towns up. Yeah. My dog, on the other hand, was not made in a lab. Donna, <laughs> oh it was uh, my dog was made in love, Uh-oh. not in a lab. In love, <laughs> right. dogs loving each other. All right, it's great. Now, can you get more information on what happened? Did Rex eat the lens of the eyeglasses? Or I, did he swallow anything? Because that can create an obstruction. Lou was going into a meeting and sent me a text that said, Rex ate my dad's glasses. And then there were three fuming emojis where you're blowing smoke out of your nose. Oh, no. And so I don't know if it means Rex has some smoke coming out of his nose now because he just ate a large amount of plastic that his body's trying to process. Was Lou upset that this happened? That's very likely. The yeah, that's probably. What I don't is. know, guys. I'll figure it out when I get home. All right, sounds good. We gotta go. Well, then let's go. You want to do a Money Monday segment? Yeah, we got a uh, couple things. Got a little bit about Twitter. What Elon Musk is planning for oh, Twitter? Good. One way that he's trying to make some money. See what you guys think about that, and some ways to uh, save cash next time you book a flight. Money Monday next on Don and Steve.
Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. What's hey. your problem, Steve? What's up? Nothing. Sorry, you ran out of time there. No. It's, I couldn't really listen to anything you had good, to say off We had a good time. We, we talked during the commercial breaks. What people don't know is we are best friends. Steve just said to me, would you mind um, processing it internally? If you heard the amount of, oh no, wait, where'd it go? What went wrong? Oh. I know. It's a thing, Steve. Sorry. I get to eat now. My, it's my time. Oh, oh great, fast Rocco. Eddie. Fast yep. Eddie. Get some break. <laughs> All right. Fast. What do you got? The tub of yogurt? You're not going to believe it. I got yogurt and banana. Bruh. Oh, that's what I had Rocco's for breakfast. Doing intermittent fasting. I thought it started at 11, not 11.30. I feel like I ate till about 7.30 last night, so I uh, decided to bump it by half. Are you like following a book or something? Not really. I've listened to a couple podcasts, and I did talk to Bradley about it. He he said You said he scoffed at it. He it said it like actually, he scoffed. He said, no, his partner does it and likes it, and now they basically only eat twice a day. Oh, wow. All right, great. So, I'm a grazer. Oh, gosh. I had so many chocolates yesterday. Oh yeah, like the you know the the is it not Ghirardelli? Which ones are the the Lindor? Oh, those are good. Oh, I had about ten of them, and then my sister in law said she's got to go to one specific Target in Pennsylvania that has them that tastes like that. All the other ones don't have the right crunch, and she has returned them. <laughs> I said, are you talking about these same chocolates that are sold globally and enjoyed globally? But you think that just the one target in your suburb of Pittsburgh has the right concoction? She does. All right. And you have to respect that. Yes, you do. Come on now, let's talk some money. Money. Oh, good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so. Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. That's me. I'm Steve. <laughs> Whoa, that dropped out. Wow, harshly. hey, bye, Money Monday intro. Hey, you remember when Elon Musk bought Twitter? I sure do, Steve. What's he going to do with it? Was he trying to make money? A few little things seem to be coming out regarding the purchase. Uh, over the weekend... He told Banks that uh, he's going to be reining in some Twitter pay. So you could expect, according to what Elon Musk seems to be hinting at, big executives could be seeing pay cuts, jobs eliminated, not having big puffed up salaries. So that's one space that he thinks he could save some money. He also has an idea to try to make money on tweets. Things that go viral. Stuff like that, trying to figure out if there's a way that he could make some money off of tweets. Now, let me unpack this real quick. Regarding the executive pay, he says uh, he's tweeted about eliminating the salaries of Twitter's board of directors. Oh, wow. Which he said could result in about $3 million in cost savings. Boy, it pays to be on the board of Twitter. Right. Um. Yeah, and then also the idea of if someone uses a tweet and then embeds it in an article or something like that, trying to find a way to monetize Twitter in that way. If you use a viral tweet and then you write your blog all about the tweet or something like that. Oh, interesting. If there's a way that he might be able to do that. He also said that there uh, would, this is from a tweet that has since been deleted from earlier this month. 
that, that well, last month I should say that there could be some changes to their Twitter Blue premium subscription service. Did you even remember or ever know that this was a thing? Mm-mm. Including slashing its price, banning advertising, and giving an option to pay in the cryptocurrency Dogecoin. I can't. Twitter's premium blue service now costs two dollars and ninety nine cents a month. I don't know what is included in Twitter's blue service. What does that mean, blue service again? Rocco. Rocco. I don't know. Is that about having a blue check, and it means that you're really Steve Patterson? Oh. I don't know. Is that okay. that's my guess? It's their first. Uh, it's a. This came out in 2021. Okay. And they say it's an opt in monthly subscription. It offers exclusive access to premium features that less, lets you customize your Twitter experience. Maybe you see less ads. Ah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that. I don't know. Twitter. Anyway. Yeah, Twitter, bro. Uh. I do like Twitter. I I think Twitter gets a bad rap. It'll be nice to see it be more, I don't know, uh, user-friendly for people. Let's do a test right now. Okay. Let's do a test. All right. Pull up Twitter. Got it. And tell me what the first trending topic is on the right-hand column that says what's happening. What is your first trending topic? American Idol airing on ABC. Okay. Mine says Muslims around the world celebrate, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Aid Alfiter. I'm probably not pronouncing that right. Uh, Rocco, what does yours say? Uh, I'm not getting that on the desktop version, so let me pull up my app. Okay. Are, are you guys doing it on the desktop or on your phone? I'm on the desktop. What's your second trending topic? Go past whatever the promoted one is. There's usually a promoted topic. What's your second trending topic for you, Donna? Um, it is hashtag zero build. Go full tilt in Fortnite. No, that's, zero a, that's a promoted one. Oh, uh, it's Drew Barrymore apologizes for commenting on Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Okay, and mine says Pete Davidson's tattoo of Kim Kardashian's children divides the internet. Isn't mm-hmm. it weird that we have different Twitters? I wonder if it's because of who we follow and what our interests are. Because I've got everything that happened in week three of the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Oh, and I'm currently following two people. I'm following two accounts right now. My old hmm. professor, Dr. Parham, professor, screenwriter, pop culture pundit, and Uber Facts. Huh. Not Uber, the car service. Oh, just Uber Facts. Yeah. Okay. I That is interesting that the same things, yeah, so they're curating to us. Right. Interesting. It is interesting. I always get a little confused with that. You're mellowing out. Thanks, Donna. Um, <laughs> hey, if you're planning to book a flight, we got a few ways that you could save a little cash. Okay. This travel season, people have been booking flights like crazy. Two flights for my sister-in-law and brother-in-law to get out from Pittsburgh to Minnesota. And now, granted, it was probably only a few weeks' notice. Maybe it was three or four weeks. But they said totaled $900 for two tickets. It feels like a lot, right? Uh, yes, it, absolutely. Tickets. So people want to save some money. Um, A few things you can do if you're not already familiar with it. Uh, One is track your flights. There was a study by Cheap Air that found that the lowest fare for a flight, get this, changes an average of 62 times during the 11 months leading up to the flight. It also found that flights tend to be cheapest within four months to three weeks before the flight. So if you're booking your flight eight months ahead of time, 
On the whole, it's usually not the best time to do it. Somewhere between four months and essentially one month out is sort of a pricing sweet spot. Four months seems like a long time, too. Yeah. I, I guess not. I guess if you're going on like a week-long trip yeah. out you of the country or something. Yes. Or something like okay. You get all that stuff in order. That's fair. Uh, if you can, click that Be Flexible option when you're booking your flight. If oh, If you I are able do. to do that. Instead of choosing those exact days, you could uh, you could just base it around which flights around that general time are the best. So maybe then instead of leaving on a Thursday, returning on a Sunday, you leave on a Tuesday, return on a Friday. Sure. You know, and so if you have that kind of flexibility and it's not date specific, choose the look for flexible dates option because that could actually show you quite a few cheaper fares. Thank you, Steve. Guys, seriously, it's my privilege. That was beautiful, Steve. Mm-hmm. Consider different airports. This all from Yahoo Life. Shout it out. Yahoo. Don't see a lot of commercials for them anymore. <laughs> if you're flying to an area that has multiple airports, don't forget to compare the prices for each. L.A., for instance, has Los Angeles International. Mm-hmm. Burbank, which is about the size of your local 7-Eleven. Ontario. Ontario. Yeah. Uh, which is not Canada. It's Ontario. That's the John Wayne. Uh, oh, no. John Wayne Airport is, another, is the fourth one. Oh, wow. John Wayne is an Orange County Airport. But if you check around, you might be able to find a decent deal. Check back within 24 hours. Do you know this? This is the airline industry's best kept secret. The 24-hour flight rule. This is what I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. It was uh, set by the DOT, Department of Transportation, and it states that if a ticket holder buys a ticket directly with an airline, so not through cheapo air or kayak. Interesting. Directly with an airline, they are allowed to cancel it for a full refund within 24 hours of purchase. Okay, this is interesting because Matt Belanger told me this because I booked a flight home accidentally booking it with a departure on Wednesday when I meant to leave on Thursday. Mm. So I start chatting and they're like, sorry, non-transferable. You know, I noticed it immediately. Yes. And they don't make it easy. You know, they were like, sorry, nope, you're stuck with it. You're not allowed to change anything. And Matt was like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. It is a law. Remember that. That's right. Thanks, Steve. Explore travel credit cards as well, Donna. Are you racking up miles? Are you a frequent flyer? I used to, but then they changed my card to something else. Yes, I have flown on, you know, by using points. Uh, The points guy is a good guy to follow. On social, oh, really? the points guy. I feel like he because he's a credit card guy, but he tells you which credit card offers. They update the site all the time. Which ones are the best? Offer the best in terms of cashback, or the best in terms of travel miles, or maybe you want restaurant rewards, or whatever. He breaks it down by category, and uh, it's a really good one to follow if you're okay. planning Thanks. a big a big trip. Okay. Uh, Anything else? I'll link them all up. Link them up, yeah. Them up. I I'll tell you what we should do right now. We should give away a pair of tickets yes. to Rainy Days and Mondays. It is the music of the Carpenters. Oh, I love. Featuring Amy Lee, backed by 12 musicians at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. This is going to be Saturday, May 7th. So I believe that's this Saturday. May 7th, yes. 8 p.m. Only call if you can go and you have proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test within 72 hours of attending. That is required. Uh, tickets are on sale now, by the way, for both shows, Friday, May 6th, Saturday, May 7th. Uh, so just go to, is it CD? 
DT. ChanhassenDT.com. ChanhassenDT.com. Okay, but in the meantime, 651-641-1071. We'll take caller number three. Okay? Okay. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience when we come right back. Oh, hey. Oh, who's a big winner? Darlene. Hey, Darlene. All right. Congratulations. I bet this is going to be amazing. I love the Carpenters. So good. Go to the Chan Ass and Dinner Theaters. Uh, if you didn't win, that's okay. You can go and get your tickets to ChanAssandDT.com. Hey, you two. Hey, Donna, what's up? Ah. Mm-hmm. May we talk about something quickly? Uh, is it going to be Capalachi, con <laughs> Fungi, Porcini, or Porcini? Porcini, yeah. Well, boy, oh, we, Porcini, I'm going to make this for you. Might need to go to the, uh, to the mailbag, actually. Oh, really? But before we do. Okay. What's our plan for what we're wearing? Are you doing the clown thing, Rocco? Wednesday night we're going to be together oh. at the Chanas and Dinner Theater. Well, you, this Wednesday? you are the expert. What is the dress code for a dinner theater these days? Is, well, it, is it tails, tucks and tails? It's not tucks and tails anymore. Yeah. Um, that being said, you're going to be greeted by a roaring fireplace. There will be a piano off to your right. Don't touch it, by the way. So you're greeted with a fireplace and a piano, okay? There is a situation where they have a little bar area. If you guys wanted to go there a little beforehand, they have a little, like, they have this really cool fireside bar area, which is really cool. Just a nice little lounge. They got that. Um, And then we are going to be in the director's suite. This is going to be a big deal. We're going to have our own set servers just for the suite. We're going to be there with a bunch of my talkers. So we got to have a game plan. Are we all sitting together? Are we dividing and conquering? Are we sitting together and then knobbing after we hob at various tables? Is this something we have to discuss right now on the air? (laughs) <laughs> there is a chance that my spouse will come. I just was talking. Oh, about that's it. Wait, I thought you said you weren't doing she a plus one. But we have an off. We have an offer to have someone else drive to soccer that night. So you know. Wow, that'd be great. Amazing. We yeah, want Meg. working on it. We want Meg. All right, uh, I think we sit together. Thanks. Yay! Okay, great. All right, but don't look at Steve when he eats because he hates it. Yes. Yeah, nope. and don't come up to him while he's eating because he gets very angry. And take away my plate at seven because I can't eat. (laughs) (laughs) Rocco's just going to be carving into his prime (laughs) rib and then the bell's going to go off. Oh, that's funny. To the mailbag we go. Okay. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Uh, We had Alan send us an email. Where did it go, Alan? Son of a biscuit. Oh, Steve, you scare me when you do that. Sorry, Donna. Oh, Alan? No, someone sent me an email all about, listen, Steve, you need to tell Donna. Oh, really? That just because someone can make anything doesn't mean they can make anything good. So you were trying to tell me to start making the cavalalachi al fungi at home. But follow a recipe, and you should be able, if you follow the recipe. Oh, yeah, you think, that's never how it goes. Every that's That's how every horror story starts with and i followed the recipe again i'm gonna attempt to make this it looks really fattening though i'd love to see you attempt to make kappa this tune, what's it called kappa, kappa, kappa is it kappa or kava i have kappa 
Capalacha con fungi. Al, not con. Al fungi. This I don't know what con. Well, I want. Well, I don't want that. Well, that's Spanish. I think that means with. Capalachi al fungi. All right. Truffle butter, Donna. There's truffle butter. Okay, okay. Fresh Parmesan. That's easy. You're you're so food motivated. Oh, I so just cannot stop thinking about this. Also from Daniel the Painter in the email bag. Uh, Daniel, of course, listens to us from Canada. Steve, did you know The Rock is half Canadian? Mm. Did what? you? I did not. Me either. All right. <laughs> you know, let me give a shout out to the okay. old, the Hawks, as it were. Chaska High School wrapped up their production last night. While you guys were hobnobbing and doing fancy things, we were at the theater over the weekend. And Chaska High School finished up their production of The Sound of Music. Lovely. I've never seen The Sound of Music, the movie, beginning to end. It's been on at my house quite a bit the last couple of months. If you were to tell somebody what that movie's about, how would you describe it or the show? Um, I would describe it as a uh, a reject nun goes to look after a family of children mm-hmm. while the captain is away and then... Her warm, winsome ways happen to crack the rough exterior of the captain. Very nice. All while... In the midst... Of a war. Of a war. Yes. Of World War II yes. in the backdrop. Yes. Um, but anyway, they, my daughter, who's 11, Adeline, she was in this production. I've talked about this before on the air. They needed some Von Trapp kids. So she was Brigitta. And last night was the closing night. It started last week. There were a couple performances, three more performances this week. And a parent preview as well. So it was just, it was such a wonderful experience watching her. And she had family there last night. Aww. And it was just so cool. And then, you know, I was telling you this story off the air, Donna. My wife, here's this, I have this story up on my um, Instagram too. Uh, the, uh, the detailing kind of the behind the scenes of the audition process. They wanted uh, kids to audition. Addie wanted to. She loves theater. Found out she wouldn't be able to be in the play because we were going to be gone for vacation during a really important rehearsal week. And uh, my wife said, would it be okay if she's still auditioned anyway since you're already coming to the elementary school to do this? Get a little experience. Get a little experience. Yeah, she was like, this will be valuable. My daughter was not sure of that because she was sort of bummed out that there wouldn't be the opportunity. So Lou said, just think about it. And Lou was really championing her behind the scenes. If I think this would be a wonderful experience, even though it won't result in being cast in this play, you will have an audition under your belt. Um, And so... They agreed to that. She went. She auditioned. And then they gave her a call back. And they said, you know, we might be able to make some things work with the schedule now that we've looked oh at it a little closer. Then so after great. the callback, she gets the role, to which that's what I posted on Instagram, is we recorded the moment of us surprising her when she got home. Aww. We cue up the sound of music on the TV. It's a whole thing. So that was Lou championing her to... Just try it anyway. Then it amounts in Addie being so excited when she got the role. She's in this high school production, which is great experience anyway. And during the last eight weeks of rehearsals, there have been a lot of management of schedules and Lou's getting her makeup ready all the time and making sure she's got the right shoes. All that behind the scenes work. And I've seen them bonding when they've been doing makeup before the show and all these sort of things. Great. And then when after the show, and I got to take her to a lot of rehearsals because my new schedule, I could drop her off at rehearsals. And I like being a part of that rhythm. We had yeah. like a pump up song that we would listen to right before we <laughs> got there. We listened to Sound of Music stuff, all of that. But she came out, Lou saw her, and then Lou started to cry. And Lou is not a crier. 
and but she felt so happy. We felt so happy for her. That it was all rooted in so joyfully watching her on stage. Filled, she was filled with such joy, which filled us with such joy. And I, oh, I told her, that's so sweet. I've never experienced. It was a new kind of feeling that I had watching her. It was so much better than any of like the fun things that I have been able to do professionally. This now I get it. This so it's like far a pivotal moment. Yes, any of the things that I've done, it was so. I would I, watching her do it was just so great. But she comes out. Lou hugs her. Lou, the rock of Gibraltar, never cries. Starts crying, and then Addie, our Aww. little eleven-year-old, starts crying and says, "I love you." And they're just like whispering to each other and hugging each other for like forty-five seconds. It was just such a lovely, sweet moment. That was the perfect bow on this two-month experience of her, Adeline, in the theater arts and just shining on that stage and we beaming so happy for her as her parents. It was Oh, that's so I just loved sweet. It. It Congratulations so cool. to her. What a cool experience. And maybe the beginning of something really, really great for her. I think so. As yeah. a performer. So cool. Is it this is on your Instagram? The, us when we surprised her that we found out she got the part at like two o'clock and she was going to be home at two thirty and so Lou quickly made signs and we queued stuff up. The her finding out that she got the role is on my Instagram. I love it. Steve Patterson. Congratulations! That's Thanks, sweet. Donna. And the fact that your mom flew in, your yes. father-in-law, and your sister-in-law it's been a family all flew affair, in. man. That's really cool. All right. Well, I suppose we should go and make some room for Colleen and Bradley. Yeah, Bradley's already waiting outside of the door. What's the hurry? He's with like these breathing people? on the window. He smells like relish. <laughs> He's into pickled kimchi. foods. Yeah, kimchi. That's right. <laughs> we'll see you back here uh, tomorrow at nine. Thank you very much for listening. Bye, guys.